If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, then I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all things pickled. Yeah. Have I done that before? Probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But it is. It is. They love making Brooklyn Pickle Company. They sure do. They love making pickles yeah. in Brooklyn. It's probably Park Slope Picks. Oh, yeah. If probably. not, there should be. Yeah. And maybe that's you need to move to Park Slope yep. and might start making Park Slope Picks. Bushwickles? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Bushwickles. That uh, the name alone should sell millions of pickles around the country uh, and the world. Yeah. Um this is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. I am Joshua Rubin and I am Noel Deneen. And this is the show where we come up with a topic every week. Do minimal amounts of research on that so topic. Little. So, so little. So little. So little. Now uh, less than ever. <laughs> yeah, now that you've gotten busy, huh? Yeah. It's it's really our our, our you know. Yeah, when we and the the sort of time between has gotten less and less as well. So it's just whatever we can do. Yeah. Uh but remarkably we come up with incredibly uh uh lucrative lucrative ideas. Yeah. Uh on these topics to help you, yeah, you, the listening public, yeah, make a small fucking fortune or, or a, a large fucking yeah. fortune. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I don't even know what I was saying. Fortunes why. of all yeah, sizes. Of all sizes. We do not discriminate no. against fortunes. No, we do not. There is no fortune bias here. No. Um, and we give you these ideas for free. Boom. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn and also over our podcast. Yeah. Um, and you then can take those ideas. And do with them what you will. Yes. You make them reality. You reap the rewards. You become king of the mountain, top of the heap. Mm -hmm. The Jeffersons. <laughs> Moving on up. I was clearly done, and Josh uh -huh. was just staring at me like, uh, see, what more? You were not clearly done. Uh, it seemed like you were you were coming up with more. Okay. More to Bump us up. All right. To build us up. But all those things he said, uh -huh. that's what we do. And we ask for only the smallest token. That's right. Of your appreciation for our great ideas. And what is that we ask, Noah? We make you Midas. You just give us a little reach around, 10%. Yeah. We do all the thinking, you do all the work. That's right. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. We, we break a sweat on that little amount of thinking. <laughs> I think that maybe we should start. I think maybe one of the problems is why we haven't uh, been Scrooge McDucking in our money, uh -huh. swimming, swimming in the gold yeah. in our vaults, is because I think people, a lot of people, while they uh, love the ideas, sure, they see the potential in all these ideas. Uh huh. Uh, they maybe are a little gun shy. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe for an additional five percent. Okay. We offer, uh, people can email us or Twitter at us 
or tweeted us. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, Tweeting whatever. Us. Uh, Facebook us, Facebook message us, or just write on our Facebook page on our timeline. Uh, they can ask us for additional advice in getting started okay. with these ideas, and we will sort of help them along. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the more help we give, the more the percentage raises of, of the tithe. Okay. Does that work for you? Do you think that's a good idea, Noah? Well, I don't want to discourage people from reaching out to us. Well, who's say t- t- no, 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 no. I'm not saying that that they we should they can reach out to us at any time at any moment for any reason. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, you know, we, it's almost like it's an extra service we're offering. But besides giving you the idea, we're also going to boost you up. We'll we'll get you started, get you on your way. Maybe this is what separates the <clears throat> wheat from the chaff. Is the chaff does nothing. Well, the I feel wheat. <laughs> Takes our ideas uh-huh. <clears throat> and becomes and grinds them up into flour and grinds them up into flour of financial bread. Yeah, bread, um, bread. Yeah, <laughs> makes a lot of bread. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I think the more the merrier. Okay, that's all. Everybody, you know, if that were the case, then there's not a lot of wheat standing, is what I'm saying. Okay, with our ideas, we had, we've been doing this for a while now. You know how wheat blooms, though. <clears throat> how does wheat bloom? The whole field at a time, yo. Oh. It doesn't come up one here, Did one there. <laughs> we're just gonna get a harvest yeah. of checks in the mail. Yeah. at some point. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Well, you're gonna look out the window <laughs> one day, and you're gonna see the mailman just like grunting and sweating down the block and it's because he is overloaded with checks for you like santa's mailbag yeah yeah no i i'll go with that well i will say though if you do want further advice how about this we'll we'll give you further advice uh-huh. on any ideas that you like and how to get started uh-huh. some steps you may need to take yeah reach out to us and we'll get all all that information at the end of the show how, yeah, to, guys. how to how to get in contact with we'll us we'll do it but we want to be, you know, we want to be there for you. Yeah, we we're do. supporting you. We are. We're lifting you up to be the best you that you Upon can be. Upon our backs. <clears throat> yeah, we're like Atlas, and you are the world. Yeah, you are the world. We're lazy, Atlas. You are the children. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I was gonna. I was hoping you would <laughs> have a whole commentary to say over uh, my background you singing. Know, I don't do that. I know. Um, so Noel, yeah, yeah, so that's what we are, guys. That's what we do. Boom. Um, so Noel, yeah, how are you? I am good. How's your week been? Eh, it's been good. Uh, this morning, uh huh, woke up, picked up my paper downstairs, mm-hmm. went to the coffee shop, mm-hmm. got a cup of coffee, got two cups of coffee. What coffee shop do you go to now that your favorite one closed down? Uh, there's one called <laughs> uh, Higher Ground, and I usually end up going there. Um, so I sat down. Opened my paper, mm-hmm. read the paper, drank two cups of coffee, gone up to walk back to my apartment to research the show, and uh, there was, right kind of by my apartment, there's a little park. Yes, there is. And walking towards- Can I just tell you, uh-huh. we walked by your building okay. on Thursday, I think, oh. um, and during the day, mm-hmm. I didn't, and- I realized for the first time, and I have walked by that park a million times, mm-hmm. that there's a pool there. Oh, yeah, there's a pool there. I had, uh, since I was 12, I've walked around Soho on my own. Wow, you missed it. never realized there was a pool there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, so there was this uh, woman with a, a baby carriage pushing it. Or not a uh, straw, what do you call them, the... What do you call them with the kids walking them? Stroller? Where the kids walking them? I mean, them? the kids sitting them. 
Stroller. Okay. Stroller. Or carriage. I think that can Carriage is like lying down. I know. I cla- like. That's a classic carriage, but yeah. I think they may still... But I, I knew what you were talking okay. about. And uh, she was with a gentleman who maybe was the dad. Maybe was... I don't know who he was. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't ask them their relationship. But this guy was dressed. His hair was all curly and wacky with like a headband on. Mm-hmm. And he had this bright yellow shirt that was half tucked in on one side to his like banana fruit shorts and he had these neon sneakers on like and there were actual bananas on like did the there shorts was fruit have on them. fruit, co- they, fruit the, patterns on them is fruit on them and the right. rest of the shorts was yellow okay and he looked like he was trying to have like stepped out of some ridiculous kid show or something uh-huh uh, and I just looked at this guy, and in my mind, <laughs> all I could think was, oh, this guy's like a child molester, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and I felt kind of bad, and I couldn't, but I kept, every time I'd look at him, i go, no, yeah, he's like a child molester. And then I look, and there's a guy sitting on a bench, and he's looking at this guy like he's going to go up and punch him. He's obviously thinking the same thing. And then there's a woman, a young woman, reading on a bench, and she's got this face on her looking at this guy like she's remembering something horrific from her childhood. <laughs> like, everyone was just looking at this guy, and all of us, all at once, were just like, that dude's a freaking child molester. <laughs> You're all blaming him for something that you had no idea that he did. Yeah, I, I was. I totally was. So was everyone else. I felt so... Absolved when I realized that everyone else was thinking the same thing. Everyone had the same look on their face, like, keep this guy away from your kids. I wish I wish at one point you sat down next to one of them and uh-huh. said, fucking guy's got to be a child molester. <laughs> and they all went like, yeah, right? Well, they would have. Uh-huh. If, if we had, if, if from across the street, if we had made eye contact, <laughs> we would have just, like, nodded. <laughs> You'd have all gotten together, decided all at once to jump him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Take him down. Yep. <laughs> wow. That is blame bias, my yeah, friend. It is. It is. That is full on blame bias. Yeah, dude. If you're not, uh, you might want to reconsider your look a little bit. Uh, <laughs> if you are, keep going strong because it's like mosquito repellent. <laughs> well, mosquito repellent for adults, well, but the kids must be attracted to it. Maybe, but it would, I would think it would make the parents say, "Don't go near that guy." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Good point. If I was walking down the street and that guy was walking down the street and there was just a stranger kid walking down uh-huh. the street, you would walk between them. I'm, I would probably walk in between them and I probably would say to the kid, "Don't go near that guy." <laughs> you would grab the kid away, yeah, screaming at the parent, like I'm pulling him yeah. in fr- out from in front of a bus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is you don't know that guy from Adam. No. Nope. You don't know anything about him. No. And yet you were blaming him for a heinous, heinous Yeah, you, yeah I was. I was. I certainly was. Yeah, I that's s- amazing. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's a fitting story leading into our uh, topic today, because our topic today, Noel, is... Blame. That's right. How to make money with it. How to point your finger while opening your hand, and everyone gets paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh is staring at me. 
you you're not ending things. I think I am. You're not. Okay. Uh, you're, you know, Maybe I'm not. Maybe I don't long realize. Long drawn out. Everyone gets paid. <laughs> And then it's like, all right, you got something else to say, it looks like. I got so, a lot to say. Yeah. Well, me... so I want you to say it. Okay. I want you to say it loud. I want you to say it proud. Okay. And stop blaming me because you <laughs> can't finish a thought. Uh, okay. Well, you guys, blame. How are we going to get rich with it? I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, you know, when bad things happen, we want to blame someone. Uh, gives us a sense of justice, uh, of closure, you know? Uh, and sometimes we blame the correct cause of the disaster. Sometimes we don't. Uh, so I started thinking about this, and I thought about the Russian thing with Trump, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that are afraid that it's going to be pinned on, like, one or two people, Manafort or something's going to take a fall, and everyone's going to walk, you know, just like Ollie North took the blame for the entire Iran-Contra scandal, right. which uh, is crazy that, you know, yeah, it's this one dude who did it all. Right, this you know. one colonel. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of people afraid that that's going to happen with the Russian thing. Uh, but, you know, Ollie North, what he was, was a scapegoat. Uh, so I looked into scapegoats a little bit. Uh, they originally came from Yom, Yom Kippur. Kippur? Mm-hmm. How do I pronounce that properly? Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Or Yom Kippur. Okay. You know, both. All right. I was right both times. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Ancient Jews would take two goats on Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. and one was sacrificed to God, and the other one had red rope tied around its horns and was bestowed with the sins of the people, and uh, the goat would then wander around. It was sent, sent out in the desert. It would wander around basically until it died, and when the red rope was bleached white by the sun, the sins of the people we're absolved. Uh, so uh, mm. now we don't, when we refer to scapegoats, that's not really what we're talking about anymore, right? right? Uh, what is the scape part of scapegoat, though? He's scaping. I don't know. He's scaping it up. All right. He's getting his scape on. Uh-huh. He's scaping into the desert. Yeah, okay. He's scape getting uh, murdered. Okay. Because he still dies, but but he dies slow. I know. It seems like it's better to be the goat that gets sacrificed to the god well, sure. of the two goats. Sure. Just saying. Yeah. This one scaped. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, scapegoating is uh, the practice of singling out any party for unmerited negative treatment or blame as a scapegoat. Scapegoating may be conducted by individuals against individuals, e.g. he did it, not me. Individuals against groups, e.g., I couldn't see anything because of all the tall people. <laughs> That's the actual example that was given in, uh-huh. uh, I think that was from Wikipedia. Uh, groups against individuals, e.g., Jane was the reason our team didn't win. And groups against groups. You know. Uh, one famous example of scapegoating was uh, the Great Chicago Fire of 1871, which was blamed on Miss O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story goes that she and was, her goat, as a matter of fact, her cow, her cow, right? Yeah, Miss O'Leary's cow. Yeah. So the story goes she was milking her cow, and left the lantern near the cow, and the cow kicked over the lantern, started the fire that burned the city down. Mm-hmm. Seventeen thousand four hundred and fifty buildings burned. Mm-hmm. Blamed on Miss O'Leary. Typhoid Mary. Sure, but uh, if we're going to be talking still about uh, Miss O'Leary, 
um, that never happened. Uh, really? Yeah. The Chicago Tribune admitted they made it up, and they were basically playing on uh, popular anti-Irish stereotypes at the time that they were drunk and clumsy. Uh, the they think now it was actually someone who lived near Mrs. O'Leary, a pipe smoker. You know what I always say? Uh huh. There's a lot of truth in stereotypes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, so some guy fell asleep with a pipe. No, he lit his pipe and f- and threw the match threw into the hay. Oh, okay. Uh, Nazis blame the Jews for everything. Well, uh, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of truth in stereotypes, facts Josh. It's facts. <laughs> uh, Stalin blamed Trotsky for uh, communism gone wrong, mm-hmm. which is how he took power. Um, read a New York Times article about the pharmaceutical industry working with the government to figure out why costs were so high. And the article goes on to state that it was literally the entire industry there pointing fingers at each other and every part of the industry, every different company, was just blaming the other one. Uh, so uh, we look at this, the financial crisis, who's to blame? There's a lot of people say, you know, it was, it was greedy traders. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people say, oh, it was the poor people who took out loans. Uh, there's a lot of people say all sorts of things, you know? Uh, and But everyone wants to see someone go down for it. Yeah. You know? You need someone to blame. Yeah, you sure do. Uh, So at first I thought about selling goats to people and to companies to get their blame, and you could send them out in the desert. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, that only would work if everyone believed that the goat took on the wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I went back to my computer and did more research for you, the people. Mm -hmm. Minutes more I spent. (laughs) Uh Uh, so in the Middle Ages, there were professional scapegoats called sin eaters. Were there really? Yep. Okay. And they would sit next to a corpse uh, at a funeral. Uh huh. And food would be passed over the corpse over and over, uh, absorbing their sins and their wrongdoings and their guilt. Uh, and the sins would go into the food, and the sin eater would eat the food, thus taking on. The sins of the dead. Wow. Uh, sin eaters would be treated like lepers. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was just thinking, like, who would want that? Right. Uh, and then I was thinking also about the election and, uh, you know, the last minute Comey resurgence of the of the email gate, whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, due to Anthony Weiner having uh, Humda Aberdeen's emails on his computer Mm -hmm. and thinking about anthony weiner who was was he a senator or congressman he's a congressman okay uh went down in flames for uh tweeting pictures of his wiener uh denied it first then then uh teenage girls but no not for not first this was just the second time though he went down and i'm talking the first time okay Second time he was running for mayor, right? Uh, was I? I I was excited about him running for mayor. Uh-huh. I was all about voting for that dude. 
until he Did got you send caught. Him a boner pick? Uh, no, but he apparently sent someone a boner pick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Under the that was that the Carlos Danger. That was Carlos Danger. Yeah, Carlos yeah. Danger. You freaking genius. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, again recently, he got caught texting. Dirty tech, oh no, dirty tweets, I should say, not text. None of these were texts. They were all yeah. on a public forum. Yeah. Uh, and this one was to the underage. Mm-hmm. And now he is probably going to go to jail. And, I, you know, we were talking about this a while ago at work, and we decided that he must have a fetish for this because it's so stupid that he gets caught <clears throat> doing the exact same thing that he's got to have a some sort of humiliation fetish. So I looked into that and. Uh, humiliation, uh, in general, stimulates the same brain regions that are associated with physical pain. So some people, uh, it's basically emotional S&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of people that are way into it. It's their thing. So what we want you to do is go out there. It could be you, the listener, and this is your cup of tea. You could go out and... Uh, or you could start a uh, employment agency where we hire and place top execs in giant companies, in the government, in banks, Big Pharma, Monsanto, everyone. When the crap hits the fan, Scapegoat willingly takes the blame. Yeah. Be happy for it. They'll make a lot of money before they will. that. Uh and uh, and and your employment agency, if you if you're the one who starts the employment agency, huge money. Yeah. And you know the they'll get off, they'll like, get their jollies, Rogered. And uh, and that's it. <laughs> yes, it is. That's it, you guys. That is it. A lot of money in it. There really is so much so uh-huh. that I had the exact same idea. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you uh, getting redder and redder and redder yep. as I was going near the yep. end there. Well. Uh huh. All right then. Well, you Great must have show. some add-ins to that then. Great show. No, you have some add-ins. Do I'm I? Sure. Yeah. Do I? You didn't have the same everything. No, you were, yours was much more uh, well researched <laughs> <laughs> and thought out than mine. Uh huh. Um, you know, mine sort of. Uh, I think this is the first time we've ever had, had the same the idea. Same idea. We've had yeah. things that touched on each other before. Yeah. No, this is the exact same idea. Really? Yeah. Rent a scapegoat. Okay. Was basically the idea. Oh. That's different than me. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, but the, 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 the meat of it is exactly the same. Okay, right. It's just working with the idea that the, of of blame bias, right? That that people, it is our natural instinct uh-huh. to place blame, right? And <clears throat> the problem with blame bias is is that it's often misplaced. Yes. Right. So you know, a perfect example of blame bias. Is for it well. They give an example here where where so there was a study done. The psychologist ran an experiment in education, mm-hmm. and it was at UCLA. And she recruited a bunch of education students to teach a lesson, and then they had other people there that were there to observe and evaluate, and then there were uh, uh, students there that were being taught. And she engineered this so the situation would be completely stacked against the instructors. Uh-huh. So the conditions were poor. The, they didn't have enough time to prepare. Some of the students were intentionally uh, uh, set up to be disruptive. Yeah. A variety of things that would make the situation as, as negative a situation as possible. And so afterwards, 
the students took a test to evaluate what they'd learned. And the results, obviously, were negative. They Mm -hmm. didn't learn much, right? When asked what went wrong, the observers and lecturers did what they call rolling the blame downhill, right? Mm -hmm. So whoever has the least power got the most shit, got the most blame. And that, of course, is the students who learned nothing, right? The observers attributed something like 60% of the blame to the students, Mm -hmm. uh, 25% of the blame to the lecturers, and only the, the, the smallest amount of the blame to the actual circumstances, which were really what the issue was. Yeah. Right. Because circumstances you can't control. Right. So you, you, it, if you're blaming circumstance, what are you doing? You're saying, well, nothing I could do about it. Yeah. People hate that. They like to think that they have control over all things. Right. And so it seemed really obvious that given the nature of blame bias and our need to blame someone, that exactly what you say. Yeah. I mean, yours is even more thought like I was trying to think who would do this. Right. And, and the, the fact that you would have people, again, in, in a classic double dip situation, yeah. you people who love to be humiliated, yep. you can charge them. Oh, OK. To, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. come in and, and yeah, absolutely. I'll double dip all the way you can make money on both ends. You can try and they can come in. They can be humiliated in front of authority figures all day long. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that was basically this literally the same exact <laughs> idea. Literally you know, you know what I uh, so Josh and I right before we started recording we were chatting a little bit and we were discussing that uh, this topic was surprisingly hard to come up with things mm-hmm. for uh, and because I've been traveling around so much for work we gave ourselves very little time to do it uh, so we were both amazed and I think what the issue is is it seems extremely broad mm-hmm but it's not. <laughs> there, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Blame is blame. People want to blame. I mean, there, there's what I thought was interesting. You know, again, the, the, the whole blame bias thing. Yeah. Right. Like our ability to like another thing that I had looked at that I had sort of like a taste of. But again, feeding off of the blame bias uh-huh. concept. Right. So <clears throat> attractive people. Yeah. Um, they, they've done studies where they take attractive people. And unattractive people, uh-huh. and have them do the, and 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 tell people that those people did the exact same thing uh-huh. that would had negative connotations, whatever it may be. Like they both threw a rock over a bridge and it hit a car. Yeah, right. The attractive person got much more benefit of the doubt uh-huh. with their story, and then they were get, so so. The study was done. You had attractive people and what would be considered unattractive people or uh-huh. normal-looking people, basically, right? And the attractive people, they were given the same story, right? They would tell the same story about why they threw the rock over the over the wall. Uh-huh. The result was exactly the same. The attractive person was believed their story. Uh, of lack of culpability for this, that it was just an accident and they weren't like fully responsible, it was non-intentional, uh-huh. was believed 40% more really? than quote-unquote less attractive people or unattractive okay. people. When they would tell the exact same story, they were believed substantially less often and at a, at a lower rate. Okay, and what did they call that? It's called That is called the... the uh, uh, attractive bias but it's all under the all under the blame bias banner okay so so as an example of how broad seeming yet narrow 
this topic is. One thing I had read about, and I didn't use, was called, uh, I think it was called morality bias. Uh-huh. And it used the example of two people throwing a brick onto a highway. One hits the highway. Uh-huh. One hits the car and right. kills people. And we prescribe more blame to the person who killed the people, right. even though both did the same action. Right. In theory, it was as equally as bad. It yes. just so happened that that guy's yeah. rock hit a car. But but blame is so bizarre that uh-huh. they even use the same example for different parts of it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I read that ex- that that one as well. Uh-huh. Um, and, it, and, and so I thought, mm-hmm. you know, you could get a gig as like, you know, because making someone more attractive... A lot of that is just about gussing them up, right? Sure. Getting them in the right clothes, yeah. the right makeup, the right accessories. The old, so I yeah. was thinking about being like a blame stylist okay. for unattractive people, mm-hmm. right? And people pay. Look, I, I just think about, you know, we, we talked about bounty hunters and how much they make, right? Yep. And bounty hunters and, and, and uh, 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 bail bondsmen, yep. right? So people are going to court. They need to get look good for court. They want people to look at them and say, there's no way this person can do it. Look how attractive they are. Yeah. I don't believe that this person can do it. That's the that's the immediate bias that, that goes against them. And that that's what you do. Uh-huh. You get paid big bucks to go in and style sure. people so yeah. they look more attractive and possibly change their their the change the uh uh the how heavy any sentence might be, even even if it's like clearly cut and dried that they did it. Uh-huh. You would get a lesser sentence if you were more attractive. You would get, uh, or or even get off, depending on what it is. Yeah, you know, you're real hot. Yeah, yeah. If you're super hot, <laughs> look. I feel like the perfect example of that uh-huh. is, and I don't know what he did. I mean, maybe he was framed. I don't know. But the uh, Roger Rabbit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, do you remember the the hot criminal guy where no. his mugshot? Went viral because he was like beautiful. Oh, I remember something about that. I don't remember what he had apparently done though. It wasn't anything big, uh-huh. but he had a he had a record. He had a history, and now he's modeling <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, he does runway modeling in Milan. Uh-huh. Um, you know he he's he's uh in like he's one of these. He's become one of these models where it's not even just like he's he's in like the most exclusive magazines that only go to like the richest people. Uh-huh. Like you would never like he's and he's in. He's like making a lot of money now as a professional model because his mugshot went around. Yeah. Right. And that would not happen to like you or I if we were locked up in jail. Yeah. They people would look at our mugshot and go, Yep. Good thing those guys are in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Looks like <laughs> my angry Mr. uncle. Mr. Banana Shorts, right? That guy could be that guy could have been those kids' father, for all you know. He could have uh, been a great guy. Not. Could have been. He may just love color. He's just like this amazing human being, full of life and vim and vigor. There was also this very intentional <laughs> disheveledness about it. It was uh-huh. everything about it was like, you're a creep. You loved him. Ah, uh, you loved him. You did. <laughs> I didn't even see him. You would. I didn't even see him. And then the other idea I had for okay. this was the idea that so. We've all seen the films, right, where uh-huh. there's a mastermind behind a big heist yeah. of some sort, right? Sure. And they hire a bunch of criminals uh-huh. to do job. I say, be that mastermind, hire a bunch of beautiful people to commit the crimes. Oh, yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah. And so you have these beautiful people committing crimes. Yeah, and you can just walk 
That's right. Yeah. You're using them for cover. Scot free. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, so that's that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. You know what else is great is uh, Josh and I, our newest segment, uh, Josh and I'll sell out, in which every week we explore ways that Josh and I are actively pursuing our lifelong dream of selling out to corporate America. Uh huh. Right? We're talking to you, uh, you know, what's a bank that, that caused the the crash? Uh, I don't know. Didn't they all have a hand yeah, in it? Yeah, I think they did. So any bank. HSBC. We're talking to you, the whole bank SBC, banking industry, we're saying. Uh, we're talking to you, Monsanto, mm-hmm. Big Pharma, mm-hmm. anyone out there. That's right. Uh, you know, give <clears throat> us Democratic money. Democratic National Committee. Yeah. Talk about a bunch of people that are blaming the shit out of each other. Yeah. That, talk about blame game right there. Yeah. Huh? That is, they're never going to get their shit together. They need a scapegoat. Yeah. You know, I thought Debbie Wasserman Schultz was going to be the scapegoat, but they just won't let anyone sink that ship, like, go down yeah. and, and just let it go. It's Boom. amazing. Uh, so, uh, you know the traditional ways. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page and hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount. They'll come out monthly for the rest of the season, about four months. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you hate Josh and I. And I got to say, uh-huh. I don't know how you could hate us. We say that, and I understand we're just uh-huh. using an example, but we're really lovable guys. Yeah, someone might look at you and think you're a pedophile. Um, <laughs> I don't worry so about you. So if you do, if you're, that, if you're that person out there who thinks, like, who's this, who's this banana short man, uh, then you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org show page, I mean, uh, website, hit the pledge button, and you can pledge a one time, a recurring amount. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. All that money will be tax-free for you. It'll be tax-deductible. And right. uh, you can put a little note to cancel these dudes. Yeah. If you've invested all of your money into one of our ideas and you did not action it correctly, yeah. and you lost all your money and you want to blame us yeah. for your failings, go for it. Uh, you know, you can get us kicked off. Yeah, there they will, will do be it. to pay, yeah. Oh, in a second. Yeah, because then they'll say these guys are the reason our ratings aren't high enough. That's right. You know, it'll uh-huh. it'll be it'll roll downhill, uh, and uh, and we'll be booted to the side of the street. But for now, we also know the real money, the big money, the awesome money, is in corporate sponsorship. As I said, so we're sticking with our first sponsor for now, our best sponsor for now, our first sponsor for now. Mr. Monty uh-huh. Lamonti. Our only sponsor. Our only for sponsor now. for now. <laughs> Mr. Monty Lamonti. So please, Josh, take it away. Hey, everybody. It's your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And I'm back again with an amazing tip for you. My best friend. Hey, are you one of these people that likes to talk to people and ask for a lot of and receive a ton of advice, but then you never actually use that advice? Oh, God, you are the worst. You know what I say to you? Go burn in hell. Okay, because there's nothing worse than spending time with someone and really thinking and giving well thought out advice, you know, that you yourself end up giving them. You think it's brilliant. And then this person just takes it and throws it away like it's a piece of bubble 
bubble gum that they got chewed up and discarded onto the ground for millions of people to step on for an eternity. I mean, come on. If you can't take good advice, then just go stick your head in the sand like an ostrich. All right, shrivel up and die. Oh, then maybe that's a little harsh, but you, you get the point. If you can't take the good advice, don't ask for it. And if you can't figure it out, wait until you can. Stop being a pain and a waste of time to you, yourself, and everyone around you. As always, a positive influence in your life, your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this, you owe me, your best friend, Monty Lamonti, $2. That's right, $2. Payable via PayPal at Montyism, M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M, at yahoo.com. And take my advice, send me the $2, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You know, uh, I think Monty might be a little psychic and know that we were going to pick the same scheme each. Uh And he really needed to stretch that (laughs) one out. And so he gave us about the longest tip anyone's ever made, ever. Yeah, that was uh, that was angry Monty. Yeah. That seemed genuinely angry Monty. Mm -hmm. I wonder who he gave advice to that... uh, That didn't take it? Yeah, or did the the opposite. Uh, Who knows? Was it you? Wasn't me. I often feel like he's talking to you in these... (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah, but I don't see him very often. So yeah. well, how can he be always... Yeah. You text him. You we talk text. to him on the phone. You must ask him for advice all the time. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in myself. Uh, that's true. You are. That's right. You know what else I'm confident in? You getting rich. Not only because we get a topic, we come up with schemes. So good sometimes that we come up with the same scheme. That's how much geniuses we are. Uh <laughs> But also because somewhere in that show, we hide another mini topic for you to get even more rich. So right now, if you are, you know, tweeting pics of your wiener, waiting for a, for a reply, <laughs> if you're pointing your finger at someone, counting the four fingers pointed back at you. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Uh, three, four. Yeah, four. Yeah, sure. I mean, the thumb. Okay. You know, three and a thumb. Uh, then listen to this. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. Get even more, Rich. Take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. There are a lot of things that you could do that can help you to access a better network. Like for instance, if you go to a certain gym, you can change gyms and network with people who are more compatible with your style of business, your style of life. Or for instance, you can change the kind of sports that you play. Instead of playing basketball, you can play golf, right? Instead of bowling, you can go yachting, right? You can hang out with rich people and find out what they do and start to do it for yourself. Now it might sound like you're gold digging, but the fact is that if you naturally like these sports or these activities, You want to find people who also like them, who are on a higher level, who think more prosperously, and get connected with them. So find prosperous hobbies and get in line with having fun while networking on a higher level. I love this guy so much. (laughs) There's something, you know, I got to say, as much as as ridiculous as his shit is, Uh and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. it's, It's the sort of blanket sort of like, it's easy. Yeah. Attitude. 
you got to give them props for that. Yeah. Like, you got to give them props for the idea that if you've gone to school for four, eight, 12 years, you can write a bit book. Yeah. Anyone can write a book. Yeah. Right. And how many people do you know who have been like ripping their hair out yeah. trying to write a book? Right. And, and now this, it's like, if you were if you were a bowling, if bowling was your gig, yeah. get into yachting. Yeah. Or polo. <laughs> <laughs> Le Mans. Yeah. Yeah. Follow the rich people around. Yeah. Won't cost you a dime. Exactly. Uh, amazing. I love Daniel Alley. And trust me, you'll be getting lots more of him. <laughs> I've I found his YouTube uh, uh -huh. channel and there's just endless endless joy i i think i'm gonna make my new hobby you know hot air ballooning and tuxedo and top hats <laughs> my new hobby will be champagne drinking on the lawn yeah uh <laughs> like everyone is like the great gatsby yeah they're just making it up as they go along yeah they manage to just insinuate themselves in there i, I believe it yeah anyway anyway guys you know what else i believe what do you believe i believe we're about to get rich with blame oh are we yeah we are because uh, I'm going to tell you how. Oh, and take a long time. Okay. Uh, so, you guys, there's a man. His name is Gerald Weinberg, and he is a system theorist and management consultant. He studied the flow of blame in organizations. And he considers this to be one of the most important indicators of the organization's robustness and integrity. And uh, as we've discussed... Blame is a very narrow topic, it turns out. Yeah. Uh, and so he studied uh, the, in corporations and you know other organizations too, blame flowing downward from management to staff, mm -hmm. and it indicates organizational failure and creates blame culture. Uh, and when a company does this, problem solving is replaced by blame avoidance. Uh, generates fear, malaise, causes errors, accidents, and passive-aggressive reprisals. Uh, he calls this kiss-up, kick-down behavior. Oh, I like the name. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear what it is, and we've all experienced it, or anyone who's ever worked in an office has probably experienced it. Uh-huh. But uh, it's, it's nice when they put a good tag yeah, on it. Yeah, it is. Uh, so he said that this can also result... In workplace bullying, where bosses intimidate subordinates, and uh, it also can result in sabotage from underlings who uh, are taking out their frustrations. Mm -hmm. uh, Weinberg states that in healthy companies, blame flows up the hierarchy, and it proves that superiors can take responsibility for their orders uh, to the to their inferiors. Mm -hmm. and uh, supply them with the resources required to do their job. And this is the kind of company you want. Uh, and it's called the kick-up, kiss-down theory. Oh. Right? Uh, so I thought about that, right? <laughs> and it's all about, uh, then went on all about how if you're the boss, you should take the blame for anything that remotely comes near you. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it empowers your staff. It makes you a leaner, meaner, greener organization. Uh, and so it's good. So I started trying to look up some real-life examples of this out in the streets. Yeah, Donald Trump. Well, no, he's the opposite. Uh, so 
uh, I found uh, the Memphis Area Transportation Association, uh, MATA, Mm -hmm. the CEO, uh, he admitted soliciting prostitution. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, great, that's a guy who is, Uh uh, he he has taken responsibility. Yeah, you want him on your team. You want him on your team. Uh, I found that the uh, Oil Country Federal Credit Union CEO, he admitted to embezzling $47,000. Wow. Good. Another right? guy you want on your that's, team. That, that, that's a sign of a, of a, of a robust organization. Uh-huh. Uh, Buck stops here. Buck stops here. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Always, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's the nursing care provider, uh, VNA-TIP, which mm-hmm. is just a crazy name. Uh, and what they do is they provide visiting nurses in Missouri and Illinois. Their CEO admitted to embezzling $600,000. Wow. Right? You're putting together an amazing group of people for your company. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there was the CEO of uh, Metropolitan Urological Specialist. Uh-huh. Not just a hilarious name, but it obviously has a, a great leader because... Their CEO admitted to embezzling over $2.5 million to fund lavish lifestyle and extramarital affairs. And he admitted this freely. Yeah. He didn't say, no, someone over there must (laughs) have had an affair. (laughs) He admitted it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the top managers of the New York State Common Retirement Fund, well, he admitted to stealing to fund crack and prostitute habit. So Wow. Exactly. So- you know. All right, so let me get this. So now we've got, I mean, this is, it's a dream team, right? It, it is. And we've got all the vices covered, uh-huh. right? We've got tons of embezzlement. Oh, and you could just keep going and going right. and going. We've got embezzlement, we've got prostitution, we've got drugs. Yeah. Uh, anything else we're missing from that? That's kind of the trifecta. Uh, we could probably get some more in there. Okay. All right. It's probably some like head of the BBC. There's a whole scandal in the BBC about well, uh, pedophilia. Yeah, there was that one guy who had been a host forever. Yeah. He was like like the most beloved children's host for generations. Yeah. And it turned out he was diddling kids all throughout his tenure. Yeah, I, I only would accept stories here, though, that was these people admitted it. He did not admit I'm, it. I'm not just, it was, it was not all, just accused. Yeah. He was, well, it wasn't just accused. It was, it was confirmed, uh, but uh, he was dead. Okay. When it all came out, apparently there were people in the BBC who knew this and did nothing about it mm-hmm. because he was a cash cow. So the, you can't. Yeah, that is not. No. The, he, he doesn't make the team. He doesn't. He make doesn't the make team. the list. He's just a. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 And but banana pants and studied disheveled look. Yeah. Uh, th- but these people are obviously solidly running great corporations, mm-hmm. according to Gerald Wine- Weinberg. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right, because they are kicking up. Kissing down, the the buck stops here. Yeah, no more finger pointing, no more blame game, mm-hmm. no more shit runs downhill. Yeah, this is a company that knows how to work. Yeah, knows how to empower its employees. Uh huh. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we are going to invest in these companies. Yeah, right. And you could Google out there, and you can find a lot more. Uh, I just I, but if you need a if you need a little help, a little tip. You know, Memphis Area Transportation Association. Uh huh. Oil. Are these, con- are these guys all still running their companies? I didn't really read the articles. <laughs> uh, Oil Country Federal Credit Union, uh, the VNA Tip, mm-hmm. the Metropolitan Neurological Specialist. Right. Just if we were to start a fund with just these companies, yeah, we're gonna win. We're gonna win big. You know, clearly they embrace the kick up, 
kiss down philosophy. Mm-hmm. They must be solid companies, and if they're not, blame Weinberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we should start a fund. Yeah. We should, and I think, you know, and look, now that we've tipped you off on this, or Noel's tipped you off on this, as a savvy investor, you're going to look for uh, CEOs who've done stuff like that. That's right. Guys who've embezzled. But as long as they admit it and take responsibility for yep. it is really the key. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, man. Sure, I had a secret family, uh, uh-huh. and I kept them in a dungeon. Yeah. The governor, what was that, that that uh, that governor that was vilified in, uh, was it Virginia? Uh-huh. Who had the, uh, he yes. disappeared for three weeks and yeah, went yeah. on a hike in Argentina with his girlfriend, yeah. leaving his family behind? Yeah. Maybe he should be running the state. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he should be president. Yeah, I, I maybe that's the problem. Maybe we are going about this the wrong way. Yeah, that's what I think's happening. We're bringing the, you know, it's the guys with the scandals who fess up to the scandals that we should absolutely promote, be promoting and putting in positions of power yeah. and not vilifying yeah. and, and calling for their heads. That's right. Oh, God, it, you just blew my mind. <laughs> it's, it's, I need to take a whole new look at, at the way I, I deal with things in general. Sure. Whew. It's, it's, you know, in that vein, I, I, just, I was thinking about this because just yesterday I had a client, uh-huh. and she was telling me a story that was completely... The kiss up, uh, what was it? Kiss up, kick down, kick down yeah. thing. And she works in this company that is uh, not a great environment to work in. Mm-hmm. Pretty shitty. And uh, <clears throat> she had been coming to me for months because she's been having this, what she referred to from the beginning as a stabbing pain in her back. Ooh. And uh, I would work on her. It would clear up a little bit, but it would always come back. Yeah. And uh, since October. Okay. This has been going on. And uh, she came to see me yesterday, and she said, you know what? I realized that the stabbing pain in my back was because since October, I've had this feeling that some shit was going to roll downhill onto me, uh-huh. and I was going to get blamed for something that I didn't do uh-huh. for people above me to cover their asses, and I was feeling like I was going to get stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. And sure enough... Like, you know, when it all came down, this pain got really intense. Yeah. Um, And it was that exact situation. She was uh, blamed for something that the people directly above her did. Yeah. uh, And they figured out a way to blame her for it. But she has every email, you know. Good. Recorded phone conversations Uh of her saying, I don't think this is wise. I don't think you should do this. Uh I don't know what you think you're selling here, but it's not what you think it is. You shouldn't try selling to these people. Uh, I can't get into specifics. Sure, 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 sure. But, um, and, uh, you know, tons of meetings with HR. But, yeah, it's very much that uh, kiss up. What is it? Kiss up, kick Kick, down. Kick down. As opposed to what you want is Is kick up. Kick up, kiss kiss down. down. Yeah. Ah, Wow heavy yeah great yeah (laughs) we got nothing what do you mean nothing i got nothing okay i used it all up in the first part (laughs) and why did you give two in the first part i didn't give two i gave one in the first part all right yeah that's all i had all right that's all you need you know with blame okay you know i blame you (laughs) for uh not telling me in advance what your idea was. Okay. I think we should hash this out right I now. I blame you <laughs> for picking the topic. I blame you for suggesting the topic. Okay. 
<laughs> I I honestly thought it was going to be a no-brainer. And it turns out to be a no-blamer, though. <laughs> a big blamer. Yeah. A lot of blame. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. You know, sometimes I th- say these things because they sound interesting. Uh-huh. And, like, you, you'll you throw one out, and I'll be like, oh, that sounds like that could be fun yeah. to do. And then it's like, this isn't fun to do at all. This is really hard. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, like, sitting here just, like, staring at a computer going, what am I going to do yeah. on this? And that kind of just kind of what, 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 what happened here. Yeah. yeah. Well, next time, if I throw out, like, Dog poop, monkey oh. farts, and uh, I don't know sadness. <laughs> I'll pick monkey farts. And pick monkey farts. I think dog poop is actually a broader topic. Sure, dog poop. Dog poop will definitely be. Even though we did a poop. Yeah, we did a poop. Yeah, but dog poop's totally different. Specialized. Yeah, I have a dog, <laughs> so I know dog poop is very different sure. than just. You probably any. got some under your fingernails right now. I might. Yeah. In fact, I do. Yeah. You know what, guys. If you're out there and you want to reach out and say, hey, Josh, clean your freaking fingernails, uh, you can reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Knoll. You can email us at uh, GRQ with Josh Knoll at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. Please do. It helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you only listen to us in podcast form, mm-hmm. we beg of you to please uh, tune into Radio Free Brooklyn Saturday nights at eight o'clock. Get the schemes live five days before they hit five days before. Uh, Podland. And you can also listen to uh, uh, whether you prefer listening to us on uh, on uh, iTunes or as a podcast or not. Yeah. You can listen. You should go to Radio Free B- Brooklyn and yep. listen to all of the other fine shows lots that are of, on there. Lots of fantastic stuff. A lot of exciting stuff going down, too. Uh, and uh, we also have um, our star scene before us. Mm-hmm. We got kicking beats after us. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of good music. A lot of good music. A lot of good stuff, guys. Uh-huh. Get with it. Yeah. So you, you can say, hey, you listened to RFB before it was cool. That's right. Because it's going to be big soon. You can blame us for introducing you to the coolest thing yeah. you'll ever hear. Yeah, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yeah. Um, so at this point, you know, you can blame us for getting you rich. Uh, and now you're like, great. Thanks, guys. What do I do with all this money? Well, don't worry. We're going to give you something else to blame us for is to tell you what to do with that money. So don't let it make you crazy. Take it away. Send that money! <laughs> well, Rock's left in Christmas stockings is traditionally an unwelcome sight, but this year, some are paying top dollar for a simple stone, an $85 leather-wrapped rock. Yeah, I'm serious about this. Has sold out at Nordstrom's. There's a picture. And in a smaller version for $65 is also sold out. Nordstrom describes the product as, quote, I have to use an English accent. It's the only way people are buying this. A smooth Los Angeles area stone wrapped in rich vegetable tanned American leather secured by sturdy contrast back stitching. <laughs> so, number one, she should not have done it with a British accent. No. <laughs> like when your local news person is doing a British accent, uh-huh. it's just a recipe for not a good British accent. Yeah. And number two, this is, was, I looked this thing up. Oh, yeah. I remember it, hearing about it. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. It was a stone, a polished stone yeah. 
in a leather holster. Yeah, I never heard, though, that it sold out. Sold I thought out. it was just like, shame on them for offering this. No, sold out. Sold out. Wow. There's a shame on them for offering this. Uh, Prada has made a paperclip. Okay. A solid silver, a sterling silver paperclip. Uh-huh. Uh, that's meant to be used as a money clip, but it's really not much bigger than a paper clip. <laughs> okay. And it's $185. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Cojones, yeah. guys. And it's got it's got Prada stamped really tiny on it. It's like a flat paper clip. Uh-huh. So it's a little bit like, you know, sturdier than the, the rounded one. Wow. Yeah. $185 for a paper clip. Yeah. But, you know, you have so much money. $185 is like a quarter to something. Yeah, make else. a chain of them. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your teeth How with great it. Would that be? Uh, so you know what, guys? Josh and I, we have so much faith in each other's ideas that we come up with the same one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And we know that there is money in them, thar hills. Uh, how do you, the listening public, know though that our ideas are worthy of leaving your family, alienating your friends, quitting your job? Selling everything you know, spending your kid's college fund, taking out debts from loan sharks. <laughs> well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by to ease ease your worries. So, Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules, Noel, are embrace seven money rules to become fabulously wealthy. There you from go. Forbes. Dot com. Whoa, sounds fancy. Yeah, you would think, but when you hear it, you're going to be like, wow, Forbes is doing this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, commit to extreme wealth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> commit to extreme wealth. Commit yourself, admit your crimes that you've committed, <laughs> and uh, come clean about... Uh, Stealing two point five million to fund your crack habit and your extramarital affairs. That's right, and then become the next leader of what was once the uh, ruling country of the free world. Yeah. Um, number two. Number two. Engage in enlightened self-interest. Uh, yeah, engage in enlightened self-interest. Uh huh. You know that's what we do with our research. <laughs> that's right. We sit there and we plumb the the the, the knowledge of the internet to give it to you. Uh, and as I said, we are so on the same financial wavelength that we come up with the same idea. It's true. Number three. Yeah, number three. Use failure to improve and refocus. Uh, well, yeah, uh, once again, yeah. you know, uh, that has to do with, uh, with the fund that we're going to start. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or it could be, you know, the, someone getting off on... On being blamed. On being on blamed. S- on, on public yep. humiliation. Anything like that. But, you know, take responsibility is take what responsibility. it's responsibility. So I think we're three for three there. We certainly are three for three there. clearly means we're going to be getting rich. Fantastically um, wealthy, yeah. Yeah, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>